out beyond the ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make sense. Hi everyone. I'm excited to introduce you to Jurgens today. I met him at the beginning of lockdown 2020 in a men's group, which we both attended online. I've never met him in person, but I felt there was something about him which just made me intrigued. I think what it is, is that Jurgens works in IT, but he's also a Reiki practitioner. These two concepts in my head don't necessarily go together, so I wanted to know him a bit better, and I invited him to be our guest. What happened during our chat truly blew my mind. Jurgens, it turns out, is a rune grandmaster of the Armenon runes. He joined the ancient and mystical order Rosia Crucis, or AMORC, A-M-O-R-C, also known as the Rosicrucian Order, in 2005. And in 2019, he graduated from the Order of the Knights Runes and is now a Grandmaster. I'm intrigued to see if this chat will do the same for your mind as it did for mine. Jurgens has introduced me to concepts of spirituality that I either only vaguely heard of or never even came across. During our chat, he referred to the readings of G.I. Gurdjieff and J.G. Bennett. And the book that changed his life is Miraculous Management by Saul Kuczynski. I named this year because you may not have heard it clearly during the conversation. As mentioned, Jurgens is also a Reiki practitioner as well as a trauma tension release exercise facilitator, also known as TRE. You can find Jurgens on Facebook, on his own Facebook page, which is, which is jurgens.pietersche1. So that is J-U-R-G-E-N-S dot P-I-E-T-E-R-S-E and the number one. Or you can find him on his project Facebook page, which is on Facebook, Zeal, Z-E-A-L, and then the number four, Living, zeal for living. Or you can email him on stureepos at gmail.com. That is S-T-U-U-R-E-P-O-S, stureepos at gmail.com. This podcast is supported by Orangutans in the Field, the podcast where Madam and I talk about life stuff, how it impacts our mental health, and how we deal with it. Catch this unedited, raw, sometimes heart-eating, but always blatantly on this podcast on Anchor FM and Iona FM. Please also look out for information on my book, Life and Non, a 12-step guide to life for non-addicts. You can find it by following the link from the right of my homepage, which is www.freddy.org.za. It costs 300 rand without postage. Order from me in my shop at www.freddyshop.co.za. This is Jurgen's story. Sit back, relax and enjoy Jurgens, good morning and welcome to Meet Me in the Field. I'm glad to meet you in the field. I think we must stand still for a while and just look at the field around us <laughs> and, and, and create that mental image. I hear you. I hear you. Because you're sitting in your office at home. I'm sitting in my office at home. We just discussed that we don't leave the house very often at this stage. So it will be quite nice to actually find ourselves in a, in a beautiful field again. Yeah, sitting in the sunlight. Mm. I wonder what the... It's, it's now flower time, isn't it? Um, 
Windsflower time correct. in Markoland. Yeah. yeah, August. So maybe that's the, the, it's time for a road trip. And we don't have to engage with anybody because we can stay in our cars. Yes. But we can, we, we can definitely step out and find ourselves in, in, a, in a bit of a beautiful flowery field. <laughs> let, let's have that image while we're sitting in this outdoor because I think you know, people just talk and they don't really connect with that image. So yeah. meeting in the field, I thought it was a beautiful way of expressing it. Um, two people meeting as strangers in a field and sitting down and start chatting. And having a conversation. Absolutely. So I think of you as Cape Townian. I know you're in Cape Town now, but are you Cape Townian born and bred? No, I came from Vereniging in oh, Gauteng. Oh, my word. Shame. Yeah, that's what most people say. You can, you can improve on it any time. You know, we had our triad there. You, you could look at it one side. You see the smoke of the power station. Then you look at the smoke of Sassel. Um, and then you see the smoke of Isco making steel. So, yes. yeah, and I moved here in 2000. Okay. In 2000, into okay. to and what Cape brought you to, what brought you to Cape Town? I always wanted to come to Cape Town, and um, I was involved with a company called um, Logic Thirteen, and we and I wanted to start an office here, and I sort of proposed myself to say, "Well, I'm here." Grab the opportunity. Like yeah, and, and they moved me here, uh, paid for my move, and I was here probably for about six months, and then they decided they're going to close down. Oh, no. And um, then I started my own business, and I had my own business for quite some time, about, probably about 10 years. Um, okay. And then we had in late 2008-9, an economic turn down, and I mm -hmm. returned to normal work <laughs> environments. So I know how to, what it is to be in your own business and driving your own thing. And I also yeah. know what it is to be in a commercial setup. We're definitely going to get there. But before we get there, you and I are both Afrikaans talking, talking in our non-mother tongue at, at the moment for the sake of the listeners. Um, so how old are you? I'm now 55. So you and I are really, really very close to, to the same age. So we yes. grew up in, in, in Afrikaans households, probably Christic, Christian? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Um, um, and not, not, not very strict Christ, Christian. My, my father was never a Bible puncher, but we were in church every Sunday. I was every Sunday in Sunday school. So mm -hmm. very much ritualistic. You do your thing. Every Sunday. And got confirmed at the age of 17, I suppose, or what yeah. that, that, that may be. Yeah. And, 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 and did, did, did the whole religion thing resonate with you? Was it something that you embraced through your life? Or, or, or where and how did you stand with it? Mike, I, I, was, I was very um, Christian zealous. I was part of the youth team doing evangelization okay um when i was a student i went on missionary trips i was twice in mauritius oh wow um, i was in mozambique i was in botswana um you know if you, if you really take the christian message to heart and you say jesus is the only way to being saved 
mm. you have to go and tell that message. Absolutely. We, uh, so, isn't there isn't there a term in the Bible that says something about we have to become or with fissures from mensable? We have to become how can we translate that? We have to kind of go and find followers. Yes. Would, would that be a, 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 a proper way to, to say that? Yeah. So you so, took so that I'm, message very much to all. Very, very much. I've, I've influenced a lot of people um, on that road as, as, as well. Um, awesome. Because I took a leadership role um, in, okay. in the, the youth leadership in missionary work okay. um, in church. But it, it, it does sound as if, as, as if you chose some, 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 some um, specific venues, Mauritius, Botswana, <laughs> really, really nice places to go and do missionary work. <laughs> yeah, it was, but it was very, I, I learned a lot from it and was it? it was precious. Um, when we went to Mauritius, we went to the normal people. We lived between the people. So it wasn't okay. like going to a hotel and that type of thing. Okay. Um, Great moments for me because that's highlights. That was my way of the only way wow. I traveled out of the country was <laughs> really having that drive to go out and yeah. find the money to actually make it work. Every time you said I'm going, you didn't know what you get, you have. Yeah. Oh wow. And how long would you be away for in, in, in one in one such trip? We were 14 days. Okay. Not like in months. It was okay. like a session out and coming back. Yeah. Cool. That's wonderful. And did you, you, you mentioned that you, while you were studying, did, 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 did you study something in that field or what did you study? No, I studied industrial engineering. Okay. I've got my master's degree in industrial engineering. Good grief. From, from where? Pretoria, University of okay. Pretoria. Duckies. Tuck tuck and Duckies, yes. <laughs> Yeah. That's what, um, I, I'm, I'm an ex-Raki, so we always had this thing of Tukka Tukka and Benet Datsun. Um, those are the days we, oh, you still have, we, well, we had Datsun and then they became Nissan and then now we have Datsun again. So the, the, the wheel did turn. So, um, so you were very involved in, 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 in this missionary work also at Varsity? Yes. Okay. And today, do you still engage in, 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 that, in that field? Not at all. Oh, uh, in, in industrial engineering or no, talking about the, in the mission in the missionary field and or the church or whatever you want to call it. No, I've 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 went through the whole cycle of um, I, I think in my late twenties of of questioning. Unfortunately, my mind is a very questioning mind, and there were few things that I I knew the Stackstone standard Christian answers. Christian Christianity is a very old religion, and they've Package a lot of answers already that most people answer, but they weren't satisfying me. Um, yeah. A lot of people get a satisfaction out of it, and I, I respect that. But it didn't work for me, so I, I went to the whole thing of first you, you you start to look. Can you find uh, something different in Christianity? So you go to the charismatic churches where you were more reformed, and then you find that there's the same type of problem or biases or things, then you start to look at other religions um, and you look at what does the Muslim say, what does the Buddhist say, what does this say. I couldn't find in anything anything that really connected with me. So it, it was a, a thing of getting to the point where you're also confronted with sitting and saying, 
am I still a Christian? Yeah. You, you know, because you, you, you've moved so far away from Christianity that you have to confront yourself at some stage to say, yeah. I was born with this. I appreciate what it does for me um, and what it gave me in terms of values. But am I still Christian? And, and yes. I had to come to the point where I say, I'm not a Christian anymore. And, and I had to acknowledge to myself to say, I can't call myself because I don't believe this anymore. Yeah. Um, at that stage, I went almost into an agnostic phase of saying, at this point in time, I I won't say that there's no God. I won't say that there's a God. I don't know where I am. Yeah. And, and I just made a resolve. If there is a God or in any way out there, God will reveal him to me. And um, I like that. that. That was sort of that my big turning point. But today, still, I see Christianity build that foundation, and a lot of the values and things that I still treasure comes from that tradition. Yeah. So I'm I'm not like a lot of people anti-Christian fighting with them. It yeah. just stopped being my path. Yeah, it stopped resonating with you at at, at some stage, and. So it's, it, it sounds as if you went, you went in search of, of, of what, what, what is out there that will resonate with, with you. And, and did, did you find something? Anything? Yes. Yeah. Ah, here we get to the nice nitty-gritty part of the <laughs> conversation. So um, give, it, give it to me. <laughs> I must take you back to a story that starts at 10 while I was still a Christian, but I'll, 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 we'll get there back. So just remind me to take you back there. Why don't we go there now? It sounds like that, 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 that's a good point to bring us here. Um, okay, let, let me take you through that story. Let me go and park it and then go back to your question. Awesome. Cool. I'm all at, yours. At, at the age of 10, uh, on a winter's morning, very early, I went to school and I went to a, it's like the back end of the school. I was exploring. And I met a black man there. He was sort of like a shaman. And he invited me to sit like this in the field with the fire going. And there was a fire burning. And he took me on a journey, a shamanic journey. Oh, my word. As, as, as a boy, um, uh, in an into a trance, and he gave me a symbol, and he said, "This is your symbol for your life. You keep it, and it will guide you through your life." And that symbol is part of what sort of put me on the search because I want to know where does the symbol come from. And um, I also got my totem animal, which was a caracal, which was part of my journey up until now. Am I weird? So as, as a boy, I had the symbol and I marked all my stuff. My um, tin that I put my food into school was marked with that my kit case because that was my symbol. And okay. um, so it, it was a break point. I didn't know what it meant when I started it. it yeah. It's only later when I started to, when I changed that I realized that the part that I'm going to describe to you has started much earlier than what I was thinking. Oh, my man. Um, so there was, there was always this sort of guidance that took me on the path where I am. So that's why I said, I, that's, it, it, it seems loose. That's but a fabulous story. Yeah. The trigger point. 
So and I, um, that's it, where I started. Can you remember how, how, how long did this ceremony last? I don't know. Um, as I said, I, I truly went, we, we had some drumming and we went into, into a trance. I didn't consume anything. So it wasn't yeah. like in uh, medicine or anything yeah. like that. And it was um, really that rhythm. He, he disappeared. I, I never saw him again. That that was just that day and that once time, and he was there for me. <laughs> what an amazing um, story! Yeah. So, uh, and I had to recall it basically afterwards when I and I thought, but this is actually the trigger that set me on the yeah. on my path. Fantastic. Cool. So, coming to that, um, my my. Being and an studying industrial engineering, I was interested in general systems theory. Yeah. And we'll get to the religious part now because it, this, this connects us <laughs> as well. I love um, this. I'm having so I, much I, fun I, already. <laughs> I wanted to understand how systems work and how they integrate and how they work together. In that search, I started looking at divination systems as well. Um, the I Ching, astrology, um, the tarot, all those type of um, yeah. systems. and But I looked at it as a system, not as just divination, telling the future and all those type yeah. of things, because they, they're really integrated. They are very healthy and interesting psychological um, systems. They, they, yeah. they represent a, a cosmos, the universe. Part of that also was the runes, and that will come back as well later. I started in 1993 studying the, the runes. You said you were on my YouTube channel. You'll see that I do some rune work on, on that. Um, and that gave me a background of a lot of different views. And it helped me to build a type of cosmology, but I was still Christian. What made a change was the search for general systems theory. I came to a book called Miraculous Management that was written by Saul Kuczynski. And it's one of those books that you go into a second-hand bookshop and you find this book and it's just a weird book. It spoke a language I didn't understand, but I could see that it talks about systems and I wanted to understand it. So I wow. bought it and I read it. And I don't know if there how many copies there in the world. I probably have the only one left in my <laughs> library. But... It, 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 it spoke about systematics, which comes from John Godolphin Bennett. And John Godolphin Bennett was a student of George Ivanovich Gurdjieff. And none of those names mean, mean anything to me. <laughs> okay, that, that's the fourth way tradition. And okay. um, it led me to Gurdjieff, and Gurdjieff really changed my. Way so that's answering your question that you we were moving to. Yes, um, Gurdjieff made me think totally in a different way because Gurdjieff offered me a way of thinking to be almost, if I can say, spiritual without being religious. Okay, and and I'm still. If if you ask me what's my base philosophy, um, the Gurdjieffian thinking is at the very foundation. Um, as much as I evolved afterwards, that, that's still the thing. And, and in, in summary, the, the, the few things that he taught me that put me on, on, on this, this road was, the first thing was that um, he said we are all basically 
90% automatic. We don't think what we do. Yes. We react out of our history and what we've been taught, what we've observed. So I punch you, you punch me back. That's your reaction. Yeah. And and he said we need to get to a point where we act consciously, not subconsciously. Mm. We, we think our thinking, even he says, is automatic. It's not conscious thinking. To be able to con- think consciously, you have to be able to observe yourself 24 by 7. And when you, he talks about observing yourself, he said observing in terms of how, what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what's your senses. And to be aware of all those things, just your posture of how you're sitting now, mm. the way you're moving your head, are you conscious about it? Yeah. Mm. Now, and, and, and that started for me the inner work of going in to understand myself. Okay. And then the next phase that you spoke to speak about is he says you can't do anything until you can observe yourself. But then he says to become conscious, you have to be aware that you observe yourself. So you must remember to rem- remember yourself. Okay. Are you still with me? Okay. I, 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 I froze I, for a moment. Yeah. So, so don't, that's still the basic. If, if you ask me what's the basic of, of, of my understanding, and that's any religion or philosophy that you want to go to or spiritual path you want to, to walk on, if you're not conscious, you can't really have it. And, yeah. and for me, that's still the basis of my path. Well, well, well you relate that consciousness to mindfulness. Or is there... Is it is it, it, is it a fundamental difference between the two concepts? I, I think when you go and listen to what a guys in mindfulness say, they do a lot about meditation, um, being aware of the body in, in a moment. For it is it's the same as mindfulness, I think. But I think what Kujif said in terms of mindfulness is it's a continuous mindfulness. Okay. Um, it is in your normal thing. That's why it's called the fourth way. Okay. You see, there are those guys that do physical work, those guys that pray every day, and there's different ways of religion, of receiving insight. But for the fourth way or the fourth man, he said, it's about observing yourself, the, okay. the, the becoming aware of yourself. So it, it's about a continuous practice that you do in everything that you do. Ah. It's not the time that you put separate to be doing it. Okay. Okay, awesome. I really like that. That 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 sounds very very interesting, and that sort of put me into a different direction. And that's where my my philosophy started turning into the onto an esoteric pathway, which again followed different pathways. And Jurgis, is that something for you that 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 that's still developing today? You you are still kind of learning about this consciousness, um, kind of. Letting this this consciousness become a daily practice for you, if, if, if that's the right way to say. It. Yeah, I think that's a that's a continuous practice. Um, although, if you talk to the school of Gurjivs, there's a lot of people that sort of almost worship him. Um, I don't fit into that block as much as I fit into the Christianity block. Okay. Um, I, I, I see him as my inspiration and at my bottom, but I could never 
I was part of a group for some time. And again, I valued what I, I learned from them, but I was never part or never felt her at home in that type of, if I can call it an obsession yeah. with that direction. Um, my path took other pathways that we, we can discuss. Um, so, so that's basically the the, the route. Okay, just by the way, really awesome. I, 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 just to go back, maybe to complete this this, this phase of of, of, of the, the journey is I actually met Sol Kuczynski. Um, I that was just a time when the internet started evolving, and I was able to to find his email address and I connected with him. And I had a privilege in 1997 to actually go and visit him. He had a conference and I was working at Transnet at that time and you could get a free flight anywhere in the world. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I used that to go and visit Saul Kuczynski. And he was at that stage 85. Am I good? And a tremendous inspiration. At 85, he was still organizing this conference and he was walking around. He, he couldn't walk fast, but oh his mind was so clear and um, really a special moment and a special time for me too. I was only there for four days, but I lived with him and it was oh amazing to actually meet him. And he's still sort of almost a spiritual father that opened the door for me with his book. Amazing. What, what a beautiful, beautiful tale. So, there's, there's another journey that, 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 that I, I feel that we, we, we need to take, and that's you studied industrial engineering. But why do I get the feeling you're in IT systems, IT at the moment? Yeah. Um, the <laughs> industrial engineering looks at how you use your resources to improve an organization soul from a systemic perspective. Now, one of those resources are information. Yes. And that's why I moved into the information technology environment. So I'm a management information systems manager looking at how you bring information to a business environment and optimize, use it to get maximum benefit out of it. Okay. There was another part you wanted to take me on. Yeah. So, so, so as Gurjif went and developed, I also learned a lot. The systematics was from Bennett, who was a student of Gurjif. Um, and that probably ties again to the background of industrial engineering. I was looking for the meta model, the model behind the model. Okay. That's why I'm interested in different divination systems. And systematics was my next sort of transformation phase. Now, okay. what, ben, what Bennett taught was you where you, a lot of people, when they look at systems, they analyze the system, they break it apart, look at the pieces and see how does it fit together again. Bennett's breakthrough work, and I still think it's breakthrough work that doesn't get the recognition it should be getting. It's, he says, when you look at the path or you look at something, you must change your perspective and look from more perspective. So you must cut your perspective rather than the object you're observing. Okay. So, so basically, he said they are a system of one where you look at the wholeness of something as, as a whole. Without uh -huh. judging it, you just look at the cup. If you think of a cup that you're looking at, then the second one, he said, you'll start to see the polarity between what it is and what it is not. Yes. 
And then the third one, you start to, to touch on the law of three where you said, when you look at something, look at it, what's its trigger, what's its receptive part, and what's its reconciling part. I'm getting technical now. But <laughs> uh, that that's fundamental to everything. It, it, everything that we do, you initiated a discussion with me, so you were the affirmative impulse. I had to, I could either accept it or decline it. Yeah. So I'm the receptive one. But that interaction resulted in this discussion we're having now. That's a reconciling one. Okay. And any, any activity that needs to happen, you need to find those three points. Okay. And, and so you built in a four system, five, six, seven, eight, nine system. And each one add a different perspective. The fourth one looks at stability. The, the fifth one looks at analyzing the potential in the situation. And that grew up. And, and this may be something that I discovered, and that's more part of my esoteric path, was I learned the concept from Ben Bennett. He didn't name it that way. It's my naming of it. Um, to pop, P-O-P. Yeah. And, and that is to start to think of life in terms of three terms. Potential, possibility, opportunity. Ah. And if you think of that, those are three things that's always present in any situation. Yes. There's potential in what we are doing here. There is opportunity of here. There is potential here. Um, and the possibility of what we are realizing. Mm. So if you start to look at that, you start to understand what it means to have a spiritual insight about things that are not materialistic. And that it's as real as the materialistic world that you are experiencing with your senses. So that that was for me a big breakthrough in understanding just what it means to transcend normal thinking, normal experience. So this this Gajif Kirod took me to um, my next path, and that was I became a Rosicrucian. I don't know if you know the Rosicrucian mm. order. Not at all. Okay, so I'm teaching you a lot of things you don't know, <laughs> yeah. heard about. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is like a mind pop that I'm experiencing, kind of. <laughs> and and it's so weird that 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 that, that I wanted to chat you because I always got the feeling there's so much more to you than than what I saw on the screens in our meetings. So I'm so happy to to to, to have this conversation. So so, so uh, around 2005. Um, I saw a program, I don't know if you could recall it, it was called Free Spirit. Yes. And I discovered different, looked at different religions, which was quite revolutionary for our SABC to yeah. uh, feature other thinking and philosophies. Yes. And there was, I was still searching at that stage. Um, I, I couldn't get, although I could just sort of as a baseline, um, I was still searching for a path forward. Mm. And um, there was this guy from the Rosicrucian order that explains it and it just resonated with me. I said, that, that's something I need to go and explore. And, and the thing that resonated was it was universal. It was a universal approach. So it wasn't an exclusive approach like most religious that says this is the way. Yeah. Um, it was about self-mastery, which resonated well with what I picked up from Kurjif. It was about... Um, developing your inner self, the esoteric path. And, and those are the concepts that sort of triggered me. And then I 
the guy from the contact number, I phoned, I said, I want to be there. We met and I, I started walking that path. Now, the Rosicrucian tradition is they claim to have the their the philosophy coming from a ancient Egypt, which a lot of people criticized him that say, but you have no evidence that what you're teaching was from Egyptian origin. But what they're saying is that they inspired by the Egyptian mystery schools, okay. which went, which started to look internally, which focused on one God at, the, at that stage. Mm. What they don't do is they don't describe to you what's religion or what God to follow. So there are members from Christianity, members from whatever background you are. But what I teach you is the tools, the tools to turn inward. Okay. And to focus inward. And, and if you start talk, talking about meditation, those things, that's what I, I've learned my techniques of meditation primarily from the Rosicrucian tradition. Okay. Um, it's initiatic, so it, it takes you through initiations in different degrees. It starts off by teaching you some natural laws that they believe is important to know. And then it takes you into more into healing. There's a huge emphasis on healing. That's why later I became a Reiki practitioner. Ah, okay. So that's um, where the Reiki comes in. Okay, yeah, cool. I, I'm, I'm a facilitator in TRE, trauma release exercises. Okay. Um, so I've got different modalities that I have followed through in healing because of, of that. Beautiful. It, it also encourages you to learn more, read more. And one of the areas they sort of encourage you to is, is to go and, and look at philosophy. Okay. And my search in philosophy took me into Stoicism. I don't know if you've heard about yes. Stoic. Yes. Yes, we've done that one. <laughs> <laughs> that so I've heard of the, in my life. <laughs> the, the, the next sort of foundation that's that's on top of that Rosicrucian. So if you've got a Kojivian, the Rosicrucian, and then Stoicism is the is the thinking well because when you want to heal and develop and grow, you have to do it on the mental, a physical, a psychological, and a psychic level. Yes. And a spiritual level. So you, you have to do it the whole world. And, and you find it in yoga as well. Yoga has got all those different trees, and a lot of people only do the yoga that's the physical part. Yeah. Um, and, and the stoic was thinking was for me the mental part and the mental development. Okay. Where I where I learned to embrace the concept of virtue, of what makes you an excellent person. So it, it doesn't describe again to you, you must be patient or whatever. It, it, it asks you the basic question of what's your best conception of what a human being can be? I like that. What, and and what's the, what makes you that? You identify, you because each of us looks at it differently. Mm. and then embrace that become the best person you are can be um, to follow so that, and, and that's that what thinking, I would call the higher self that, that I yes. often, often discuss with, with, with clients as, as the higher self is what, what does that look like for you um, yes okay cool now, in a Rosicrucian ontology we, we talk about a lot about also about the master within which is the same concept as the higher self where we and, and what you find is that when you start focusing on that master within or the higher self, is that that starts to define your 
I call it a, a matrix of virtues. And as you start to work with virtue um, consciously, um, I think it is, was it Lincoln? It's one of the old American fathers. He, he identified 13 virtues. And um, those 13 virtues was 13 because he focused on one every day, and then it will take you through the four, um, there's one week every day, and it, then it take you through the four seasons of a year. Okay. Um, and I, I identified for myself a set of virtues that I value, and then I started to focus on them. And it starts to strengthen your mind. And, and as you start thinking through your virtues, you're working with that virtues consciously, because remember now, Gujivan philosophy is underneath this saying you must do it consciously. Yeah. Um, it, it gives you an incredible strong mind if you start to look at being patient, if you look at um, uh, uh, what's the word, uh, moderation, temperance, mm. those type of things. Um, creating order in your life and yes. your thinking. So all those things that, that you're creating starts to make your mind, it gives you an incredibly strong mind component to, to work with. So that's sort of the, the, the next step yeah. that was on top of this inner going inside that linking with the mouse within that the Rosicrucian philosophy helped me to achieve. And then the stoic philosophy, the mental aspect came on top of that. So Amazing. that's basically the, the, the growth path up there. And um, today, and it links back to the first part that I'm speaking, and I'm, 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 I don't know how much time we have, so I'm, I'm taking you quickly to, to, the, to one of the end results, which I think is it's also quite um, stunning. Is I told you in the beginning, I started with the learning the runes. I don't know how much you know about the runes. No. Specifically, the Arman runes. So that's another thing you, you don't know. But um, I started studying the runes and it was always sort of a sideline. It was never the main thing, but I studied a course that was done by Carl Waltz. It's online, free, uh, available. But I, I really started, after I've got this thing about the virtue and the inner work, the, the runes gave me a different way of working with my inner being. Um, because if you, as you know, or if you don't know, the, the runes are symbols with specific meaning that was used in the Nordic writing. But each, each symbol has got a plethora of meaning attached to it. And this course teach you how to integrate that with you and use it as, okay. as, as tools. And um, I qualified as a Grand Rune Master in 2019. Am I really? Three years ago. And that is currently my main focus. So I'm, I'm giving that as a course to people. Um, it's, it's small, not many people that's, that's got a specific interest in, in that. But that is sort of my big focus at the at present moment. Um, it, it came at a point of time when... I got the certification from Carl. He said, now you're ready. Um, get your certificate, go and, and, and on your own, go and teach it now. And um, that's what I am doing currently. So, and the symbol 
that I told you. Yes, I've, I've, I've got it in the back of my head. I have to, I have to remember yeah. to ask you that. Now, cool. now, that symbol is two runes combined as a bind rune in the Armanen um, uh, foot torque, which is the Armanen runes. They are different rune systems. So the one is the Armanen rune system. And that's where I discovered my... Um, back, it went back to my ancestry and I discovered that's also in that Armand rune. So that's why I'm, I'm focusing on it now. Okay. Is because of that long ago path. That's going. amazing. That is so that's where I'm currently at. That's how I got here. Jurgis, I am stunned and fascinated and amazed and my mind literally popped during this conversation. It is <laughs> how beautiful, amazing journey is this? And my and I know that this is a rhetorical question, but it will be so interesting to see where this is going to take you. Because you're obviously not the type of person to sit still and say, I have arrived. <laughs> there's definitely a next thing and it's definitely a, a next thing and the interesting thing about the, the next thing for you isn't necessarily how can I put this it's, ne it's not as if you, you, you close a chapter and start with the next thing it, it's as if you, 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 you succeed in, in having all the chapters very well integrate with each other and, 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 and the one path builds, builds on, on top of the other yeah, and, and they all persist. Yeah. I am still a moderator of one of the biggest tarot groups on Facebook, <laughs> um, which started a long time ago. But it's the, and, and a lot of these interests, um, they've got the high points and they sort of wane and they yeah. go down and, and then they pick up again. Um, so you, you, you go through phases, yeah. but they, they never leave you um, if they were important to you in the first place. Um, and, and, and that's what I really like. What I'm hearing from you is, is, is you, yeah. you're just really amazingly integrating all of these things on top of each other and creating this, this multi-layered, um, 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 knowledgeable, fascinating person who then goes and says, okay, so here I am with all this knowledge, experience, um, um, whatever you want to call it, and I want to teach and give back. So, exactly. So that having been said, if anybody is interested in, in, in what they've heard today, where, where do they find you? Um, where, where do they learn more about what, what you do? Um, and where, where, if they want Reiki or, um, or um, TRE um, and, and, and Ruinism, where, 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 where can they find you? Um, I, I'm, I'm not doing it for any money or anything, so... I'm not promoting myself um, for, 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 for any reason. Even the rune course is a free course. I, I, I take people on a journey and it's for free because, as you say, it's, it's about giving yeah. back. Wow. I don't know what's the best way to, to contact me. Um, you know, I'm on, on Facebook. Cool. Um, and the Jürgens.Petersen. Good, cool. Um, the, I, I don't really know where to, to send to uh, so my so, email is S-T-U-U-R-E-P-O-S at gmail.com. It's probably the easiest way to connect with me. Okay. 
Um, and you're obviously uh, on Facebook Messenger via Facebook, so that's a way yeah. as well. Awesome. Yeah. So, so I'll, I'll, I'll put a link to your Facebook page on on the right up to this email to this to this if that's okay. So to to yeah. allow you to empower you to, to to give back more if you want to. Jurgens, I I I I I want to thank you. <laughs> This was such an amazing conversation. This is so awesome. That's what I absolutely love about this podcast. Is I'm, I meet people and then eventually one day I, I, I kind of put my insecurities and my whatever aside and say, let's ask this person to, 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 to be on the podcast. Because we met about beginning of last year. I met That's you. And, and, Just and, before and, the lockdowns and things started. Yes, 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 yes. And from then, you always were in the back of my, my mind that there's more to this dude than that I see on screen. And I thought eventually, okay, so put your insecurities aside, just ask you to be a guest. And, <laughs> and this happened. <laughs> we had this amazing, amazing experience in, in the field. Well, I found it absolutely amazing. So I want to thank you. You learned you. about four new spiritual paths you didn't know about. <laughs> totally so. I mean, you, you're going to, to, to keep me quite busy in before I do the write up to this, to kind of at least get some idea of what the hell I'm talking about. But Jurgens, I want to thank you from the from the depth of my whole being for your time, for your energy, for for everything you brought into the field today. And um, I want to just just with such excitement wish you everything. I'm so excited for you for what what's what's lying ahead, and and the possibilities, the infinite possibilities, because that's the message I get. It is just this infinite possibility of of personal growth and, and of everything that goes with that. So no, it's, 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 it's influencing other people and bringing the message. Yeah. Of, I've got a project called Zeal for Living um, on Facebook as well. I don't know if you've okay. seen that. And that's no. just, I, I'm just, just a project of me to say, let's bind together to inspire people to live life fully. Fantastic. Um, I will definitely I mean, go I, check If that. I can leave you with that last message of just saying, Live life fully with enthusiasm. That's Fantastic. why we are here. Fantastic. And um, yeah, thank you so much. And have a most beautiful afternoon. Okay. Look after yourself. Thank you. Bye. Take care. This was such a fun learning experience and a great chat. Today I'm happy to be alive and to be able to learn something new. I'm especially happy with my intuition that I just knew there was more to this man than what meets the eye. I thank Jurgens again and wish him all the best on his growth path. Cannot wait to catch up with him in 10 years' time to see what he's up to now and what he has discovered between now and then. If you want to know more about what I do, please feel free to connect with me on my website, which is www.freddy.org.za, or found me on Facebook at either Meet Me in the Field or Freddy Counselor or on Twitter at at Freddy or Instagram at Freddy Counselor. Remember that Freddy is always spelled with an I-E at the end. Thank you for listening. Be safe. Bye.